Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, July 5th. I'm Sarah Reif. Possible responses to the drought range from relaxing permitting standards for water storage to calling on the National Guard or the State Office of Emergency Services. Josh Metz, the program manager for the newly revitalized County Water Agency, accompanied the Drought Ad Hoc Committee on a tour of drought-stricken communities last week and discussed various approaches. We're even contemplating emergency-type solutions such as barging water in to uh, locations on the coast, potentially Noya Harbor, or outreaching to Office of Emergency Services from uh, various alternatives they might bring to bear. There's even been discussion of engaging National Guard resources or other resources like that. So we're really looking at all possible solutions. Can you go into some detail about that? That's kind of a, well, a there's giant... Not a whole lot of de- there's, <laughs> right. not a, there's not a whole lot of detail to offer at this point other than they have come up as a, you know, their role is to support emergency needs within the state of California. Metz added that Fort Bragg is unlikely to continue to be able to provide water to other coastal communities for much longer. On the coast, we heard that, you know, uh, numerous communities outside the boundaries of the city of Fort Bragg are seriously concerned about being able to meet their needs this season, this year. Um with wells drying up and things like that. Currently, a significant amount of the water that is consumed by communities south of Fort Bragg is actually provided by the city. You know, the city has a surface water supply that comes from the Noyo River, and they've been able to make available to those communities south by way of... uh, storage tank just off Highway 20, and then water haulers uh, supply uh, over 200,000 gallons a day to bring water to folks who need it. Um, What we heard on this trip was that the the city is looking at a rate of depletion and and a need just to meet their residents needs that will mean that by right around the end of August, they'll be in a significantly constrained position and will be unlikely to provide that water outside of the communities. Information about dried up wells in the county is anecdotal, while at the state level, it relies on a citizen scientist approach of self-reporting. The Water Agency is working with the Mendocino County Resource Conservation District to act as a clearinghouse for infrastructure projects, some of which might qualify for as-yet-unquantified grants from the state. Criteria for selecting which projects get pushed to the fore in the midst of a drought that's expected to break records are those that preserve human health and safety. Metz said the Board of Supervisors is likely to relax permitting requirements for water tanks on people's property, possibly at the July 13th meeting. Supervisor Glenn McGordy is on the drought ad hoc committee and grows grapes on the Russian River in Talmadge. He said he goes dry every August and tries to have a five-month supply of water on hand because of it. This year, he's curtailed as a result of emergency regulations that came down from the State Water Resources Control Board last month. Well, the State Water Resources Control Board uh, took the attitude that any water behind Lake Mendocino is stored water and, and is uh, in the 
water allocation for the Russian River Flood Control District, uh, which is Mendocino County, and the Sonoma County Water Agency. So they feel that all water in there presently belongs to uh, those two purveyors of water and everybody else uh, doesn't have water rights. Uh, the water that's flowing through the Russian River right now is supposedly for the purpose of uh, maintaining fisheries. And uh, in order to do that, it's flowing at about 25 cubic feet per second. And all other water rights are potentially suspended as the lake level of Lake Mendocino uh, falls. So that's pretty unprecedented where people who have pre-1914 rights, which is the way that the water system works in California is that it's a priority-based system based on when you stake your claim to the water. So the city of Ukiah has a very old one that goes back into the 19th century, and it's uh, it's suspended as of, as of right now. And people like me who have uh, post-1914 rights also have no right to uh, divert water through our appropriative right. At this point, I think our riparian rights are still in effect, but they won't be for much longer. So uh, a lot of us are just being what's called curtailed, and we just simply won't be able to irrigate. That's kind of the end of discussion. And, you know, quite honestly, um, I feel bad about it, but compared to what's going on in Mendocino, where people won't have water to wash and flush their toilets, what, what's going on with me is pretty minor. <laughs> Hydrological data is sparse in many parts of the county, the Ukiah Valley, which has a medium-priority groundwater basin, has been studied the most. McGordy and Metz also collaborated on a paper about irrigation efficiencies in the Russian River and Navarro River watersheds. I think Mendocino has always kind of gone down the, the road of, A, let's do it cheaply, and second of all, let's do it kind of independently. So there really has never been a kind of comprehensive countywide plan for water. And I think we're to the point now with climate change where we can't get away with that. I think that things are getting uh, to the point where we have to organize ourselves to have multi-year water supplies. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.